This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This episode of Bushwick Breakaway is brought to you by... Remarkably Remote, a new daily microcast from the experts at GoToMeeting, all about making work from home work for you. With indispensable intel on how to stay sane, motivated, and productive at home, we're here to help you in this brave new remote working world. Find us on smart speakers, smart speakers, or subscribe with your favorite podcasting app. You can also listen at gotomeeting.com slash tips. This is gotomeeting.com slash tips. Hey, BSBOT, some number episode, a quarantine what are the Rangers doing in quarantine? Tween? Quarantines? Wait, hold on. Did we just come in? Did we just discover something? Is that the new generation? Quarantines? No. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go no. over. <laughs> we're going to go over uh, the Rangers. What, what we believe each individual Ranger is doing in quarantine on this episode. This BSB OT brought to you by The Athletic. That's right. Theathletic.com is free for 90 days. Nice plug, Ryan. You didn't need to do that. I know. Thank you so much. All right. Here's how I think we're going to do this. We're going to save the ghoul- ghoulies for last or the goalers. And then uh, I think we're going to go by points scored this season. I have it up in front of me. Are you good for that? Uh, sure. I think it could be fun because it's kind of like a double lesson, right? On one hand, you get to we're counting up from the bottom of who scored. And I'm not counting the goalies, obviously, because none of them scored points. But uh, points from the bottom here, and then we also get to take a guess as to what they're doing. So it's it's a double like lesson in New York Rangers and a, and a guess. So here we go. First person who's actually scored a point this year at number 25 coming in is Timothy Gettinger. He scored one point this year. Great job, Timmy. Uh, what could I Timmy... didn't even know he scored one point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know if it was a secondary assist. I just have his uh, first point here. He totaled uh, a very much not amount of a lot of time on ice at all. So, I think it was 17 minutes. Great job. Yay, listen. That's good, pro- that's good point production right there. Is it? Question mark. Um, what is Tim Gettinger doing right now? I can only imagine he's playing Modern Warfare by himself thinking of the opportunity he'll have and hoping the AHL is still around when he gets back to hockey. I don't think anything is the only thing that's changed in Tim Gettinger's life is that hockey is not being played right now. (laughs) Whatever he was doing pre quarantine, I think he's still doing just completely aloof of everything happening around him. 
He, I'm, I'm sure he is. And I'm sure Tammy Gettinger is a good guy. Um, but I, I think he would have really liked to play those last 10 games because, well, I guess he's only 21, right? He could have many more games in the NHL. We don't really know. I thought, did you think Tim Gettinger was older? Because I did. No. Okay. He's only been in the system for two years, and he was in junior hockey before that. Okay, so he's got some so. more time to prove himself and maybe make it up to the uh, the old big leagues once again. So he's got plenty ahead of him. He's probably just sitting at home hopeful. Did you know? Hey, hold on a second. I said I would save the goalies for last, but Alexander Georgiev at number 24 has a point this season, Gregory. Hey, I think he got a secondary assist somewhere. I believe so. So he'll be coming in at number 24. Georgiev is doing what? Is he back? He's back in uh, in the motherland, enjoying his time, reading some leather-bound books while sipping wine, because that's kind of how I feel like what Georgiev would be doing in this situation. I feel like he's doing a lot of bicycle riding, but not like... <laughs> but not Peloton, I, I mean, to be clear. Yeah, I, I mean the traditional sense of bicycle riding, too. I mean the goofy, old-school big wheels just hanging around doing that. I don't know why, I just... I get the vibe that he's a biking enthusiast. Do you think he wears like the the biking helmet and the full bike suit and goes outside? Oh yeah, no. He the Tour de, Tour de France got canceled today, and Georgiev's upset because he has like all the good Lance Armstrong outfits. <laughs> Can we, hold on. Before. And he doesn't he doesn't care that Lance doped because like everybody else, Georgiev is enough of a fan to realize that everybody was doping back then. So he doesn't hold it against Lance. That he ended up testing positive. This is kind of like with steroids in baseball, right? Like everybody was doing it, so let him in the Hall of Fame. I think it's a little different. I, I think there were some people in baseball who weren't doing it. I'm pretty sure the entire sport of cycling was blood doping in some way, shape, or form. I, w- I would love to see that documentary and the documentary on on the Russia uh, Olympic teams that were just out of their mind on steroids, which might be every single one ever. Who knows? Um, or Tim Fenerin, though, not on steroids. I can confirm, I think. Um, next person. You, you, don't say something you can't back up. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. Allegedly not on steroids. There we go. Um, next on this list with another whopping one point this season is the, uh, the Herald prospect himself, Leas Anderson, who recently broke the record for most jerseys worn in one session at 37. How is Leah spending his time in quarantine? A lot of hamburgers. Just seems like a when big hamburger guy. Yeah, but not not high-end hamburgers. We're talking like Whataburgers. When's the last Whatever time... the Swedish version of Whataburger is. I have two questions. Uh-huh. None of them are related to Leah Sanderson, but they are related to hamburgers. Okay. When's the last time you thought of a George Foreman grill? My friend sent me the office gif of when Michael Scott burnt his foot yesterday. So yesterday. Okay. Wow. That was way sooner than I expected. When's the last time you ate a hamburger off a George Foreman grill? I don't know if I've ever eaten a hamburger off a George Gotta be honest. I've never owned a George Foreman grill. I, I used one last week for the first time in like 10 years. Still works. Just amazing. Makes a great burger. George Foreman sponsor the podcast. <laughs> All right, Leah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever, ever, done that. Nor, I don't think I ever would. It's good. It's uh, there's a reason they sold so many things, and he, George Foreman is now more known for his grill than his boxing career. So there's that. And, uh, all, and all the kids he had that he named George Foreman. And that's probably for that. that's probably the number one thing he's known for, right? 
Do you think yeah. it's the grill a lot of or George the names? Foreman's running around. Okay, that's oh, close. Well, what are there more of, grills or names? We don't know. It's <laughs> only one name, to be fair. Um, he, he named a lot of kids that, though. Fair. Uh, all right, Leas is probably having a lot of hamburgers. I agree with that statement. Hamburgers. Michael Haley scored one point this season. Man, what, what would what would you have to be paid to take the will Michael Haley tie with Leas Anderson in points bet before the season? The sad the sad thing is this isn't a reflection of Leas. Haley played a lot of games to have just one point. Yes. How many did. games he played? He played, what, 30 games this year? I have it here. Um, he played in 22 games. It's a lot of games to have a single point. I understand Quinn doesn't use the fourth line that much, but that's embarrassing. You ready for this, uh, though? Michael, yeah. Time on ice in minutes, okay? Leas Anderson uh-huh. played uh, what I have here at 17 games. Michael Haley uh-huh. played in 22 Time on ice. I wouldn't have. For Haley, 122 minutes. Leah Sanderson, 162 minutes. Well, Leah, I think, got some like PK time somewhere along the way. I'm just, you know, we were just talking shit about his point production. Over I wanted games. Honestly, I didn't even think Leah played 17 games with the Rangers this year. Like I thought Haley played more than 22. I thought Leah played less than 17. According to a good friend, hockeyreference.com, those are true stacks, stats, stats, stats. Uh, what and is, I can confirm them. What is Michael Haley doing in isolation? He's playing like Mike Tyson boxing. He brought, Not, you know, he went to his, his addict and he opened up and he was like, oh, my old Nintendo. Wow. I haven't had these in a long time. I should do this. No, see, I don't think he had to open them up. I think <laughs> Michael Haley strikes me as the kind of guy that he decided to get a Super Nintendo and he's like, well, it's got the name Super in it. So obviously there's not going to be a better one than this. I will never have to update my gaming system. And he just plays Super Nintendo all the time. You know, until the Switch came out, he had a good case. He really did. Super Nintendo was a, I don't think, a, a I don't think that's fantastic true. piece of console. Um, I know, but like you could – the Xbox, Xbox One and PS4, whatever number we're up to, mm-hmm. they do other things besides play video games. They do definitely. So if you're not – yeah, the, uh, I have all my apps on Xbox, HBO, Hulu, mm-hmm. Netflix, Amazon. Like, everything's done through my Xbox. It, Yeah, I use it to play video games, but I would say the majority of time I use my Xbox, it's to watch something on an app that I have. I wonder if I could make the case to people, uh, to video game critics, that the Super Nintendo is a generally better console for gaming than the Xbox 360 or X, actually the 360 probably not but the xbox one ever was i think i can make that case entertainment i cannot fight you you win on it guaranteed flat out but the gaming quality i think i could make a case i really do um all right enough of that uh gotier 22 year old mr gotier scored two points in the new york rangers uh with 104 minutes time on ice this season what is he doing in isolation gregory before we get to him i just want to say i signed julian gotier in my NHL franchise. Hey, how's that going? I, I think I'm dying, dying to know. I know. it. it not well. <laughs> we can't ever get out of the first round of the playoffs. We won a President's Trophy and immediately got swept by the Lightning in the first round. It's That's not, not doing great. But who is doing great is Julian Gauthier, who the entire league undervalued. And I signed as a free agent for 900K. And now he's chilling on my second line with Alexander Kerfoot and a prospect that I drafted in the first round way back when. Let's go. The top line of the Hartford Whalers, by the way, is uh, Alex Ovechkin, who I traded for because the Capitals blew it up. 
Artemi Panarin, who was still playing off that first contract I gave him. Okay. And a known a prospect that again the game, game made you. up. Gotcha. But gotcha. Ovechkin and Panarin is my top line, and Ovechkin at age forty is scoring fifty goals a year. Russian and Rockets, baby. That's probably going to happen. Every so. every every year, I just give him another one year contract. It's just like, sure, man, if you want to keep playing, I'm going to let you. <laughs> uh, what is Julian Gauthier doing in isolation? Was the question? Shotgunning beers, just period. No, I think he's. I think he's making a lot of crepes. Like, I think wait, he's doing on. the good old. <laughs> see, I think do he's doing the crepes? good old. I. I mean crepes. No. Uh, <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. Is Are it... they? Aren't they crepes? No, they're crepes. There's no way yeah, they're, they're crepes. crepes. No. I think they're crepes. Mm-mm. Anyway, he's a good old. He's a good old French Canadian boy. So he's got to be. He's making his thin pancakes. Definitely he's definitely just. He's trying some different recipes. He's putting in like blueberries. Oh, uh, every now and then, he, he on Sundays he cheats and puts in chocolate chips. Mm. But yeah, he's a big he's a big crepe guy. Okay, <laughs> uh, look, I took I took four years of French. I was a C minus student. You've seen it in Glorious Bastards. They say the word crepe in it. Yeah, they meant wait crepes. for the cream. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, they meant it. Philip DiGiuseppe is coming in at number 20. He had four points this year. How old is, do you think he is, Gregory? 26. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, just trying to trying to get you there, I guess. <laughs> All right, not not really a fun question. Okay. What, what, what I, how did you did you think do you think that's too young or too I think he Phil DiGiuseppe's been around for a while. I just felt like he was a little, like two years younger. I don't I, I was surprised he was 26 for for some for some reason. I don't think the Rangers would have been able to sign him for a minimum salary contract if he was only 24 yeah i guess you're right yeah that makes sense i just surprised i know i'm right oh good um i just feel like he's the guy that that like puts on um like a headband and like starts training for a marathon he's like well i can't play hockey but i'm gonna i'm gonna run every day i'm just gonna see how many miles i can get down he's binging the sopranos (laughs) start to finish he he's he's fucking tired of tony d'angelo getting all the credit right being the go-to italian guy in the locker room so he's like fuck this shit i'm watching the sopranos i'm learning everything i'm gonna quote everything and i'm when this when this is over i'm gonna be the italian guy i like that that that's the italian rivalry because there's no other this i'm looking at the roster now that's it that's that's the only shot we have at it um lieber hayak hayak what's going on with me today how many points do you think lieber scored this season six yeah you're close five you're really nailing this uh, you should do that. You should do Jeopardy. It's almost like I watched the New York Rangers this year. Right? Yeah, crazy. It's like, we, it's like we cover the team. Unbelievable. Um, Lieber Hayek is just plotting a way that he can get back into the lineup by uh, food poison. I believe he's looking at food poison. He's learning how to cook so he can food poison other defensemen when he gets back to the season so he can earn his way back into having a shot at the lineup. He's kayaking. Mm. <laughs> Spending a lot of time on a still river by himself in a kayak. That's why you didn't know this, but Lieber Hayek, his friends call him Hayek the Kayak. So, <laughs> egg on your face, bro. Did you just come up with that? Or is that so much for credit? Because Hayek I, the Kayak I, is you like... You clearly don't hang out with Lieber's friends as much as I do. No, I'm sorry that you're so boy. close He's with a big, big kayak, big kayak guy. Lieber... <laughs> Hayek the Kayak is like an all-time nickname. Oh man, it's, it's it's what he is. So All of a sudden, you 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 suddenly want him to be successful and in the Rangers lineup next year. Oh Jesus, I do now. I'm in now. 
This is, um, it's, it's, remember that time I ran the Brandon Smith train? I still ride, actually, fuck it, guys. I still ride the Brandon Smith train. That's my dude. I, I was on the redemption train. He, he did a lot of great things this year. He scored eight points. Come on, congratulations. 4.4 million worth. Oh, is he, ne- is he next on the list? Is he that is. why we're talking about Brandon yes, Smith? Yes, he's next on the list at number 18. Eight points this Got year uh, in a 688 minutes on the ice. Uh, that is not good production, but uh, that's not what he's paid for, even though he was a forward at most times. So we'll see. Uh, Brandon Smith, what is he doing this offseason other than his significant other and looking good while combing in the mirror? <laughs> Did you just say other than his significant other? Yes. God damn. Shout out, shout out to whoever's dating Brendan Smith. Good for you for getting it on the regular. Isn't he married? Um, I thought he was, I thought he got married. I don't, Sorry. I don't know. I'll check. I, I don't assume anything in anybody's life. Damn. What is Brendan Smith doing in quarantine? You know what he's doing? He's, he's watching Friday night lights, the movie even though he prefers Friday Night Lights, the TV series. Mm. He had, they had their first child uh, with Samantha in June 2018. You're still, you're still on this, aren't you? Yeah, I just wanted to double check. I'm really into, uh, okay. You know, he's a new dad. That's where the new dad strength came from for forwards. But yes, you were saying. He's watching yeah, no, Friday he's, Night Lights, the movie. Yeah, he, he, he's better off watching Friday Night Lights, the series. But for some reason, he's being forced to watch Friday Night Lights, the movie, once a day. <laughs> do you ever um listen to that podcast the worst idea ever i ever hear about it they watch um i think they watch was it stepdads or what is it what's the what's the movie with david spade and chris rock and all them and adam sandler grown-ups grown-ups grown sorry yes i don't know why it says stepdads that's weird um grown-ups too they watch grown-up twos every week for 52 weeks and then they come back and only talk about grown-ups too so it's like this podcast, yes, you, but only you, about You and our too. friend Joe Banks have talked about this many, many a time. It's a great thing. And they do uh, every single year till they die. They do till death do us blart. And they watch uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. And they come back and talk about it every Thanksgiving. Six people. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> anyway, shout out to Brendan Smith. Next on the list is Greg McKegg. Can we just say keg in it? Is that too Oh, easy? he's drunk. Yeah, no, yeah. he's just hammered. Nonstop. I feel like he's... Nonstop. He's that, dude, that dude... Like he, like he saw that quarantine was happening, and he just sent a DM to his dad through Twitter. Was I'm coming, <laughs> get them ready. Right. He definitely, <laughs> he de- definitely didn't call or text his own father. Yeah. He slid into his father's DMs and said, "Get, get the, get the pumps ready." Yeah. Get the pumps and ready. Stock up. Nonstop, nonstop keg stands. They're doing a beer Olympics once a week. Every Friday is a beer Olympic in the McKeg household. It's a shame he doesn't stream them on Instagram. Would be a real hit. Uh, Mike- no, the thing is, the thing is, his dad says they are streaming, but Mike McKegg is a big time dad, and it's actually just he just took a picture. The phone's not even on. Okay, he thinks it's streaming, <laughs> but the phone's not even turned on. No, no, we got it, we got it. Yeah, I, is that is that what dads do? I don't know, right? Mm, me either. My dad just texts me every now and then about the Met game he's now watching on YouTube. That's pretty funny. Okay, let's take a quick break. Hey, have you guys heard about the Black Tux? The Black Tux believes every groom deserves a better experience when it comes to finding formal wear, a suit or a tuxedo for their big day. Did you know the Black Tux was actually started by two guys who once had one of the worst tuxedo fittings you could ever imagine? It turns out they weren't alone in this frustration. Just listen to these one-star reviews from a competitor tux shop that shall not be named. Go elsewhere. This place is terrible unless you like dressing like your grandpa for Halloween. We felt weird buying a suit from somebody so unhappy, so we were afraid of his bad vibes might have followed us our wedding day, so we left. Um, if you want your wedding to be remembered for the right reasons, order your tuxedo at theblacktux.com and enjoy 10% off code with code BLUESHIRTS. Or actually, it's RANGERS. I do this every single time. Code RANGERS. That's theblacktux.com 
with code Rangers for 10% off your purchase, the Black Tux formal wear for the movement. I did have a Black Tux one from one of my best friend's wedding where I was the best man. And I have to tell you, I was extremely satisfied. Use the code Rangers. Back to the show. Uh, next on the list is Mark Stahl. Mr. Mark Stahl scored 11 points, including an open night wraparound goal. Congratulations, Marky. And uh, played 52 games in the New York Rangers this year. What is he doing in isolation? Feels like he's just being a good family man. He's he's hosting a Zoom karaoke twice a week mm. with different celebrities from Canada. Because, listen, Mark Stahl has to be the most charming and sweetest human being in the world, considering the amount of length on his leash that he has with writers in New York and his very own teammates. So therefore Mark Stahl must be, must have this crazy life that we're not aware of where he's just the, the center of the party at all times. So that dude is having zoom karaoke's where it's, everyone gets to pick their own song. Everyone somehow gets drunk on Mark Stahl's tab while they're at home. Yeah. That that guy's throwing massive parties in isolation. He has to be. Next, the only thing that makes sense. I, I kind of agree with you. Where he has to, he's just, he has to be so nice. Like this is like when we talked to Strom. Strom is so nice. Like I was like I'm ready to sign him for a five year deal. Like let, let, I wanted the bridge and I talked to him. Now I'm five years. Very convincing. Uh, Mark Stahl has to be the same way. Ryan Lindgren, two words: Fight Club. That's it. He's <laughs> he opened up his basement. He's got a Fight Club going. He can't stay away from blood that long. He needs to feel that rush. It's the only way he feels alive. But he's. Ryan Lindgren's a smart enough guy to know that he needs to be practicing social distancing. So Ryan Lindgren is walking around his house, but at least twice a week, three times a week, let's go three times a week. Mm -hmm. He accidentally runs into a door. Like he's not trying to run into a door, but he just, he's maybe he's texting while trying to open up the bathroom door to go to the bathroom or something. And he just, his body continues moving forward while the door doesn't open enough. So yeah, he's just walking in the doors. I feel like that's the kind of guy I think Ryan Lindgren is. I feel like he takes like, dude, his COVID tests and gives them to people he's going to fight and then fights them and make sure they don't have it first. That's it. No, because I don't. It, it Ryan Lindgren gets beat up, but it's not because he's eating punches all the time. He gets beat up because he just ends up in someone's way. <laughs> he's not Mike, Michael Haley goes he's down the track for fights. Right. Yeah. Ryan Lindgren's just sitting on the tracks with the train coming. And sometimes Ryan Lindgren's the train, but he's just always in the way. So that's why I think he's just walking in the doors. Brendan Lemieux is number 14 with 18 points this season, 759 minutes on the ice. Brendan Lemieux is uh, doing what? I feel like he's taking cooking classes with his family. No, he's, he's big game hunting, but the big game is like endangered animals. <laughs> Like a like, rare albino grizzly yeah. bear that's not a polar yeah, bear. Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a trophy hunter. He's definitely killed a white rhino in his life. I, You know, you, but he's, you he's say not, that, and I feel it in my gut that that's true. It's, here's, how I, here's how I know it's true. Because Brendan Lemieux seems Allegedly. like the kind of guy that I want to get a drink with just to understand what it is that makes Brendan Lemieux tick. And at some point, around drink six, he won't bring it up until I've had about six drinks. Because that's enough drinks for me to be like, maybe he's kidding, but also I think he's serious. And as soon as someone asks what Brendan Lemieux told me while we were hanging out and I bring this up, they would all say, dude, he's fucking with you. But 
it's it's he knows how to thread the needle. Yeah, that dude, that dude's big game hunting on Safari somehow. I don't know how he's I don't know how him and his dad got the Safari to be brought to them. It's like they saw Tiger King and all of a sudden they had to figure it they're out. They're hunting but Carol Baskin's husband is hanging up on Claude Lemieux's wall, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like they've watched Tiger King not once but twice. They were like they finished it. They're like, "You want to run it again?" Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. right. But they're they're watching they're they're watching it to better understand how to hunt down tigers. Not not any of the ridiculous storylines going on in that show. Number fourteen on the list is Brett Howden, or thirteen. Sorry, Brett Howden. Nineteen points this season. Played a total of nine hundred and twenty minutes for the New York Rangers. Brett Howden is a hundred percent practicing for a boy band. He's not joining Mark Stahl's karaoke's despite getting all the calls, but he's recording himself on TikTok and then like posting himself being like singing some certain songs. But he's lip syncing. He's just trying to get the feel for what it would be like if he actually was the boy band because he plays everything else perfectly. No, he's he's cooking, and the food looks good. And then as soon as it gets eaten, it's like, oh, God, this did not come out how I thought it would come out. <laughs> is, that, is that a metaphor? Is What are you trying to say? <laughs> uh, you can take it however you want. Huh? You asked me what Brent, Brent that's, Howden that's fair. is doing in isolation. I, that's what he's doing. He's, attempt, he's trying recipes he's never tried before, and most of them are coming out like shit. Every now and then, though, he has, he has an ab- – omelets, he's, he's crushing omelets. I don't know why he doesn't just stick to omelets. But he's another guy that's just like, I got to make these crepes, and I got to make them well. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And he's not making them well. <laughs> um, the next person is no longer a New York Ranger, but I feel like it should still be said. It's Brady Shea at number 12. He had 23 points this season, and I played 1,241 minutes for the New York Rangers. I feel like he's just like up at 2 a.m., and, and once in a while he'll send a text to his ex. He's like, hey, what's going on? I don't, I don't know what Brady Shea is doing in isolation, but I know – Every Ranger fan, for better or worse, is obsessing about it for some stupid reason. They love him. They have so many people that love Brady Shea. I, they either love him or hate him. It's, it's, it's really like a fine polarizing. line, right? Yeah. It's, either, it's either people love him to the end of time, and it's like, all right, guys, it's Brady Shea. Or they hate him as if he's the worst person in the NHL. And again, it's like, all right, guys, it's, it's Brady Shea. You know what's we funny about this? Very... And I never really thought about it. I, I mean, I have, but not to this extent. He's maybe okay. like the most boring, polarizing player I, we've ever covered. Like, is yeah. there anything exciting about, about Brady Shea pol- at all? There's, there's, there's nothing about him that should be polarizing. And yet everyone has a hard opinion one way or the other about him. He should be the most lukewarm hockey player in the history of the NHL. And yet it's almost – if he, he doesn't have a per- – his personality is really good looking. Like, that's his personality. Yeah, really good and looking. for some reason, people he loves – Look, there are a lot of insecure people in the world, and for some reason, they all hate Brady Shea. I, I'm not saying it's because they all have small penises, but it's because they have small penises. <laughs> okay, allegedly. This is the, another theme of this podcast, the allegedly. We, right, we right, right, confirm. right, right. Alleg- we cannot allegedly, confirm. The white, the white rhino, um, the, the tiny peepees. No, the white rhino I can confirm. Okay, That's okay. 100% true. Our uh, Tammy steroids, we cannot do it, allegedly. Right, that I can't confirm. Right. But Hayek the kayak and the white rhino, those are two <laughs> things uh, – just ride those to the end of time. Those things are stone cold facts. Kayak to kayak is one of my favorite things we've ever said in this podcast. Um, never number at number eleven. Couple, couple, twenty three points this season. One of the worst seasons in, in history of any NHL player. Played a total of uh, nine hundred and forty two minutes for the New York Rangers. Scored twenty three points. What is he doing in isolation other than working on his game, which he should be doing? He's back in high. He's. He's online learning, Ryan. He is getting his high school degree because he is a child. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's fair. He's, he's living that virtual. He's living that virtual classroom life, and he's he's getting a lot of A minuses and B pluses, and he's upset with every B plus that he gets. That's probably a very fair assumption. I'm assuming he's eating the home cooking of uh, of his family and enjoying his normal uh, celiac diet, which concerns good, contains nothing good whatsoever. Yeah, he's every time every time he comes out of his uh, Zoom classroom and his mom asks him what's wrong because he looks so upset he starts just apologizing left and right because he got an 89 on the test and not higher and he's embarrassed by don't it. you think he should just be an angrier person like if i had to live with celiac i would be really angry i just he feels really level-headed for being angry i don't know i just i get a i get a big 3.6 gpa and he's disappointed in that gpa vibe from him all right, we've hit the top 10. We are now at Philip Heedle. Philip Heedle scored also 23 points this season. That's kind of weird to say. Isn't that funny? Like, Kako and, uh, I guess, well, Kako played six more games, and Philip Heedle uh, played 890 minutes on ice. It, I feel like this season was a success for Philip Heedle. We, we were all like, yay, Philip. And this season for Kako was a total, well, I guess we're just judging by points, which doesn't make sense, and that's bad analysis. So, anyway, let's move on. Uh, Philip Heedle is doing what in isolation, Gregory? Oh... Heedle, I get big puzzle vibes from. The dude's doing mm, a lot of puzzles. It's good. That's a good one. I feel like he does the crossword, too. Yeah. he On Mondays, he does Sudoku. Mm-hmm. On Tuesdays, he does crosswords. Yep. On Wednesday, he does a good word search. Yep. On Thursday, he breaks out the jigsaw puzzle. And then on Fridays, he watches Saw. One through three. <laughs> <laughs> and over the, over the weekend, he reads a good book to reset his uh the whatever his, what, his brain mindset. stuff yes brain stuff yeah mm-hmm. good yeah brain stuff yeah all right number yeah nine. he's a big puzzle guy number, big puzzle guy number nine is jacob truba i just feel like he just doesn't stop petting his dog or feeding his dog coffee or feeding his dog everything that makes him hyper he just throws the ball all day long for that dog to come back i feel like he's volunteering he's like trying to help out yeah in new york he, city yeah, he's he's the kind of guy that I think's out in the community actively doing things. Not things he's not doing anything for publicity. So he's not he's not he's not making a show of it, but he's the guy behind the mask trying to help sort food at the local food pantry. I imagine if you were at you would never know, but like there was just a guy in a mask and you didn't know it was Jacob Truba serving you food the whole time and like this guy just signed a gigantic contract. I feel like that's a possibility for him. I think you're right. He doesn't do it for the headlines, bro. He does it out of the goodness of his own heart. That's something he could do. Yes, for fast at uh, 29 points this season comes in at number eight, uh, played a total of 1,146 minutes for the New York Rangers. Feel like he's just zooming. Like he's FaceTiming everybody on the team. Like every, like every night he just has like a rotating call and it just, he just calls to someone on the team picks up so he can hang out. No, a lot of yard work for yes, for fast, not his own yard though. Cause his own yard is pristine. He's going around making sure his neighbor's yards are good too. A lot of a lot of raking leaves. Need that good chemistry. Of, a lot of grass. A lot of grass mowing. He, he's he's not good at any one yard work activity, but he's not bad at any of them either. Number seven, Adam Fox, forty-two points this season, in a total of thirteen hundred and twenty-three minutes for the New York Rangers. Wow. Uh, almost totaling the highest total on the team, by the way. So, Adam Fox, he is doing what other than being a perfect human being? 
Yeah, he joined the Avengers. Yeah, that makes sense. They were like, listen, <laughs> we lost some key players. It's We're really down right now. We need a new one. We heard you. You've got some talent. Maybe you, you know you want to join, and he turned them down. I heard. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? He's just too good. He's gonna be. He'll he'll be. His storyline gets explained in the next Spider-Man movie. Got it. Next year, still on pace for 2020 or 2021. Sorry, we're, my apologies. So or so we're told. Yes, we'll see. When's next. when's the next time you think you'll be able to go to a movie theater? Good question. It does feel like fall 2021. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I, they might like, do like private like like movie theater nights where there's only like eight to ten people allowed in the theater and you have to pay like some but i don't i don't think it makes sense to open the movie theater for that right yeah maybe it doesn't i don't know i don't know how you do it it's it is weird i'm not sure when you like when i'll go to a concert or go to a movie ever like uh, in the next two years like do i think by thanksgiving i'd have the ability to go to a movie theater if i wanted to i'm skeptical i think restaurants are way before that but it does feel very similar like restaurants you can spread people out right You can just say two people to a table and the tables are X distance apart. Like restaurants, whatever the capacity at your favorite restaurant is, it's going to be cut in half. But sooner or later, you'll be able to actually sit down and eat food, I think. I hope so. I don't know. Would you want to, though? Like think about how many people. I really miss it. But But at the same time, think about how many people interact with your food before you do at a restaurant. A large amount. Like a, a dumb large amount. Yeah, would you, would you really want that at the end of the day? I guess it comes back all to testing, as it always does. Anyway, like we said, this entire storyline explained the next Spider-Man movie. Good for Adam Fox. Chris Kreider, we're now hit the top six. What is he doing? Uh, I think he, every single day he determines himself that he's going to learn a new talent. For well, for example, he will learn. He will teach his dog every trick in a book. Next day, he'll learn the next a new Beethoven symphony. Next day, he will uh, a double backflip while standing still. Something like that. Yeah, uh, I, I've gone back and rewatched it to make sure it's accurate, and I can say with clear conviction that the Revenant is actually Chris Kreider's life, and mm. that's exactly what Chris Kreider's doing right now. Mm. The bear. He's not getting fucked cool. by a bear, right? Okay. But he's. Everything that happened in in Leo's life in the Revenant leading up to the bear fucking is what Chris Kreider is doing right now. Number five, Pavel Buchnevich, 46 points, played a total of 1,151 minutes for the New York Rangers this year. Um, He's, you know, he's not in the backwoods of Russia. That's all I'll say. He's definitely doing (laughs) something else. I I heard just a rumor, the magnet collection, he debunked it. Not his magnets, but his mother's. I don't believe it. That's, They're his. Yeah, that's 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 a perfect deflection. Good yeah. for Booch. Booch is definitely on uh, whatever the Russian version of Xbox Live is and okay. just talking shit to kids. He's not even playing the video games. He's just logging into the chats and being like, you fucking can suck. I, can I – and I know this earlier I talked about Artemi Panarin's allegedly steroid use. Can I actually confirm something? Uh-oh. Pavel Buchnevich plays Dota 2 with his friends in Russia – and he doesn't, like, have a main character. Like, you know how, like, when you play Mario Kart, you pick Luigi? And we're like, you know, whoever your character is, like, that's your guy? Here's you. Toad. Sorry. Every time. To- Toad. That makes sense. Toad. Um, he's why the, does that make sense, Ryan? Explain he, why that he makes is, sense. He is the fastest. Because he's, he's, the, he's fastest the fastest. The he's yeah. the fastest guy yeah. in, in Mario Kart. Yes. Why would you want to play a racing game without the fastest guy? Okay. What but are you doing? In Dota 2, you're, you have a lot of champions to pick from or heroes. But he doesn't, like, have a main. He just plays because his friends play. So like yeah, he he's like he's the guy shit. that just wants to talk shit and is bad at the game. Then I yeah, totally he's, he's number he's number twelve and he's got to talk shit to number one. 
Tony D'Angelo is number four. His name on the website is Anthony. Um, he, what is he doing? I mean, today he did donate to uh, some hospitals. He provided 300 meals for nurses. That was very nice. Tony is, uh, is, is doing what other than making sauce with the fam? Gravy. He's I'm just, so sorry. Oh. Tony, Tony D is just gabagool. Everything about him. It's just gabagool. And that's why D. Giuseppe is so angry all the time. Because <laughs> D. Giuseppe could never get that. Just not he, he'll goal. never get there. Tony D'Angelo is just like Tony D'Angelo wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, it's like instead of yawning, that's just what he does. <laughs> I can't tell if that's offensive. Um, <laughs> like like uh, it's not. If, if it is, if it is, I'm sorry, Tony. But we'll, you know we'll, what? We'll find he'll, out. He'll roll with it. He'll be fine. Yeah, we've said worse. Um, Ryan Strom, number three, just sending thank you cards to our Tim McPanarin. You know, Ryan Strom would be so terrible to live with because every day would be the same thing. He'd get up, he'd be like, wow, guys. Wow. How blessed are we to have our health <laughs> and it. our happiness? God damn it, Ryan. You're so fucking likable. Yeah. He's like, he, he just, he's your, he's that kid in high, in high school that just never has a bad thing to say about anyone, even when someone is being the worst human being in the history of the world. And he's just always, wow, guys, we are blessed, aren't we? This is just fantastic. Someone, if someone screws up Ryan Strom's breakfast in quarantine, he'd be like, that's okay. There's always tomorrow again to try. We're blessed with the sunrise every day. And at some point, I think around day 16, I'd be like, Strom, shut the fuck up. I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get coronavirus. I can't do this. Anymore. I can't do this. I'm, I'm ending social isolation. Number two is Mika Savinojad. Tracks, dropping beats. Yeah, just dropping beats. Just dropping beats. Dropping beats. Look, We've been, uh, we can lie here. We, but... we have just, we're, no, we could, but we haven't been lying this entire time. Like, what's well, facts, more likely? Allegedly. Brandon Lemieux hunting big game that's endangered species. Right. Or Mika Zibanejad dropping beats. It's obviously Brandon Lemieux, but still, it's what Mika's also doing. 100%. The They're... dropping of the beats. And he's just, you know, being an overall good guy. Who else? What else could he be doing? Just enjoying life. He's like the person, he's the version of Ryan Strom that's so cheerful, but he does... He don't need. To, he doesn't need to say anything. He just like looks at you, and you get the whole monologue that Strom was going to give you in the first place. So it's less. You know what? You know who Mika is. I don't know what. Uh, what our parents thought the Fonz was in Happy Days that's is what really, Mika's been a dead actually. That's a really is. good comparison. Really good. Artemi yeah, Panarin. He's, he's 2020's version of the Fonz. Artemi Panarin legitimately just can't stop high fiving. They told him high fives were, were done, but he lives at Brobowski now, and he just can't stop doing it. They just wake up every day and bro down all goddamn day. The sun, bro down till sundown every single day of their lives. It's a buddy cop movie that we don't get to see. He watched the HBO documentary called Grooming, and Mr. Rizzy is now a professional groomed dog. That makes sense, too. Rizzy's a star. An absolute... I mean, they're they're both stars, really. I mean, you can't... They can handle each other's stardom, and that's the best part about that relationship. Uh, I think we've covered everyone except for the last two, <laughs> which I am sorry. Uh, Igor. Just he's st- I think driving he's, I think he's still pretty yeah, good one. I think he's still <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> shit. I think he's still playing Monopoly. Cannot can't confirm, but I I've done some math and I think he's still doing it. Um, and Henrik Lundqvist. No, you know what you know what Igor is actually doing. What's that? He just has he just has a poster. Of Sorokin in his garage, Ooh, and he's just pumping iron nonstop. That's just, I can't just looking at that. that poster, knowing that he's gonna have to 
train wreck this guy some way, somehow. And they're friends, too. Makes it even better. Um, and uh, Henrik Lundqvist just can't get – he's trying to, like, leave looking at the mirror, but it's just too hard for him. Well, he's laying the pipe, bro. He, he's, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not why, even gonna lie. Why are we holding Henrik back? Lundquist, we talked about Brandon Henrik Smith Lundquist earlier, but... is. Yeah, no, Henrik Henrik Lundqvist is fucking like he he's got plenty of positions to get through this isolation. He's good. He knows what to do. He's, that man is a fucking savant. He's got the tools. In the sheets. He's got the tools. Yeah, yeah. He's he's laying the fucking pipe. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, BSBOT of quarantine with the guys. Um, that was every single Ranger we've ever needed to talk about. We didn't go over craft style, but he's not a ranger yet. And he's fine. He's just on Instagram. There you go. All right. Kravtsov Kravtsov is, he's, uh, he's driving around John Hamm and Jamie Foxx as they steal money from banks and post offices. That's, that was a good one too. All right. We'll be back uh, next uh, Monday night. We'll be recording. So I don't know what we'll talk about, but stay tuned. See you guys. Love you. Bye. This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.